it's Heather Schwartz with the Palace of Academe. Today I wanted to bring you three rules of thumb that you can use in your homeschooling. The first one is this fantastic rule that I've heard in a few places now. It is easy plus one. Easy plus one. Okay. I don't know who came up with this rule. Like I said, I've heard it in a few places. Most recently, uh, I came across it in um, the course uh, Teaching Writing with Structure and Style from the Institute for Excellence in Writing. So maybe those guys came up with it. Maybe it came from somewhere else. I don't know, but you're hearing it here. Easy plus one. So the idea of easy plus one is just like it sounds. You want to introduce a new concept to your child when the last one that you introduce, they can do easily. Or when everything is easy, and then there's just one more hard thing. So you can apply this anywhere. You can apply it in math if they're learning, you know, multiplication and they do the five times tables. Don't move on to the four times tables until the fives are easier, whatever, you're, whatever order you're doing the times tables in. Easy plus one. Uh, you don't want to pile them up with new concepts so that they get confused and frustrated. You want to go at their pace um, and practice something until it becomes easy. They develop some ease with it and then add the next concept. Um, this is something that will help you if you're trying to um, uh, pace the learning to your child. Maybe you've got a child who has come out of um, a school system and uh, has kind of got some gaps in their learning or whatever it might be. Um, and you want to make sure that you're going at their pace. Maybe they're, maybe they're even going really fast or really slow if they're ahead of their peers or behind their peers. Whatever it is, the easy plus one rule helps you to look at what is easy for that child at this moment. Okay, and add on one more thing. If what they're doing isn't easy, stay there and just practice it until it becomes easy and then add on one more thing. So that's the easy plus one rule of thumb. Very helpful for any subject and it's helpful in you orienting your pace to your child. Not where you think your child should be according to their age or according to the curriculum you're using, but where they really are. So you want to observe them, are they having an easy time with this or not? Are they getting frustrated? Okay, come all the way back to easy plus one. Easy plus one. If you're using easy plus one, it's very difficult to go too far off um, into expecting things of your child that aren't appropriate for that child. Okay, uh, rule of thumb, woo. <laughs> rule of thumb number two is, um, okay, a half an hour per grade per day. Now, this is another rule that I've heard in all kinds of places in the homeschooling uh, community. And it's a really good, again, a rule of thumb, so not something to be super married to, but a rule of thumb to use in guiding um, your plans, your planning, and your days. So half an hour per grade per day. So that means if you've got a child in grade one, they only need about half an hour of school work per day. So you might do 15 minutes of math, 15 minutes of, um, you know, reading practice. And now on top of that, you can do hours and hours and hours of reading to them or with them or of doing, um, you know, practical life things with them, of course, that are still learning. It doesn't mean you have to stop them at half an hour a day. But for your planning purposes, that's an appropriate amount to expect them to do is half an hour per grade per day. Of course, this means if you have a fifth grader, they might be doing two and a half hours of work. Maybe they do an hour and a half in the morning, take a lunch break and do another hour. Um, 
to get all of their subjects in half an hour per grade per day. This is also a really helpful rule of thumb to use when you are talking to um, you know, a spouse or a parent or a grandparent who maybe is a little bit skeptical about your homeschooling uh, plans. Um, a half an hour per grade per day and if you really think carefully about what happens in public schools between the transitioning between tasks and between classes and all of the uh, you know like handing things out and getting them back in and everybody washing their hands and lining up and staying in line and having lunch break and recess um, it's it's not an unreasonable amount to think that uh, to think that that's the amount of focused work they're really going to be able to do. And when you're at home with your child and you're doing work with them one-on-one, -on -one, it's so much more efficient. You're right there to help them focus and to you know immediately answer any questions that they have. It's far, far more efficient. So half an hour per grade per day um, is a great rule of thumb to follow when you're thinking about how much work your child should be doing or should be expected to do. Now, if your child is like mine, so for example, one of my kids, um, if I told him he had to do 20 minutes of math per day, like he would easily spend 20 minutes, you know, chewing his pencil and not write anything down. So I, these are not caps. It's not a cap of time. It's going to take however long it takes and you can gauge that as you go. But when you're you know, when you're looking at whether you've done enough in a day or whether your child is doing enough every day, that's a great, uh, great rule of thumb to follow. And again, things like reading and doing activities directly with you that are not like workbook or school activities don't count in that time. So you reading aloud to them, you can do that all day long. That's great. But for them sitting down doing paper and pencil work or doing, um, you know, anything that they need to be focused on, half an hour per grade per day. Okay, that's a great rule of thumb. Next, rule of thumb number three <laughs> is a great rule, of course, for anyone in life. It is expect the unexpected. So here's how this applies uh, in homeschooling in particular uh, to making plans. So for example, you have a book of curriculum that is supposed to be done in a particular grade and you think, okay, we'll do two pages of this a day. Uh, you know, for four days a week for the school year, and then we'll be finished the book. Perfect, right? But in reality, what happens is, <laughs> is that some days you're going to sit down and nothing will happen. Um, just to let you know, a lot of these days happen in January and February <laughs> and December. <laughs> There's a whole chunk of the middle of the year. And then again, at the end of the year in May and June, when the sun starts to shine, it's super hard to to get focused sometimes. And so there's that ebb and flow of, of just naturally when kids want to sit down and focus. And then there's also, um, you know, just natural growth patterns. You know, your, your child doesn't grow exactly two inches every night over a, a span of time. They kind of level out and then grow a bunch and then level out and grow a bunch or they grow in one area and not another and the same is true in homeschooling you can't necessarily just say okay we're going to learn this amount every single day for an entire year what you can do is say okay we're going to put a certain amount of time in our day and we are going to do our best um, to show up at that time for that subject and we're going to do what we can in that time and some days they're going to blow your minds and it will surprise you how much they do. Some some weeks, some months are like that. And then other days or weeks or months or maybe entire years, <laughs> you're going to be 
pulling your hair out saying, why is this not happening? Why are we going so slowly? And expect the unexpected in that you just, you can't plan for these things. It is, it is growth. You can show up, you can make the plan, you can be there, you can adjust to, uh, to your child's pace and to your child's uh, learning needs. You can adjust the curriculum. You can adjust all kinds of things and you can do your best. And then you can let your child and let nature develop as it's going to develop and you have done what you can do. And you know what? It will work out in the end. Everything will come together if you're showing up, if you're doing the work with your child. In the end, it will come together and they will get what they need out of all of that. Um, and it'll be it'll be good. <laughs> so don't worry if things don't turn out the way that you expect. Make your plans with uh, some flexibility in them. Expect the unexpected and show up. Keep showing up and it will work out. It really will. So those are my three rules of thumb for today. I hope that gives you some encouragement and some, uh, some ideas to work with. As always, let me know what you think in the, contacts, in the uh, comments and feel free to contact me by email or Facebook or however else you'd like. Uh, and I'd love to hear from you about any questions or comments you might have. Thanks a lot. Have a great day. Bye.